Right, all right. It's Real Life, Real Equity with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs showing in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. That's right. Since we have grown with real life, real equity, we have learned from our listening audience and our guests that entrepreneurship is full of trials, tribulations, and resilience. With that being said, we are going to email all of our listeners a free copy of the book, Resilience, Turning Your Setback Into a Comeback. This book is full of powerful testimonies from unstoppable super achievers sharing their stories of resilience. With it being endorsed by Brian Tracy and Tom Ziegler, the entrepreneurs, NFL players, speakers, and authors in the book will share with you their firsthand accounts of how resilience put them on the path to success. It's simple. Send us an email to resilience at realliferalequity.com. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to the show. This week we have a guest. He is a, an award-winning real estate investor, entrepreneur, author, and winner of the 2014 Rich Dad International Hall of Fame. Starting with only $1,200, he has built a multi-million dollar portfolio for himself and his partners. He runs a podcast called Respect the Grind, which is a series of interviews with elite people in various industries. The interviews are all about how it takes 10 years and 10,000 hours to achieve mastery in any practice and industry, and you must respect the grind. He posts daily content across all social media platforms. His social media gives insight into his abundance of knowledge, values, and goals for the future. He is also the author of five books because he believed his investment in knowledge was the most important investment he could make and one that would later be his ticket out of the life of poverty. His high performance products are designed to create the same results for others. He is also a real estate investor for over 10 years and has been coaching real estate investing clients for six years with hundreds of students that have produced exceptional results in the real estate industry. After many years of successful coaching, he is challenging himself to create a coaching program called Black Card U which will compete with universities and give any single person the capability of reaching MI5 status. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you our guest today, Stefan Arneo. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Let's get right into this thing. We've read a little bit about you. We know a little bit about your story, but kind of give us a background of who you are. You know, basically, why did you get started in entrepreneurship? Some of the things we don't really know that we don't know. Well, I prefer vanilla over chocolate. yeah so i i started out you know my story when i was seven i wanted to be an inventor when i was 16 i wanted to be a rock star for some reason and i told my mom and dad i said mom and dad i want to be a rock star and they both said that's a horrible idea but my mom said well well honey i support you so why don't you go to music school and become a professional musician and be classically trained so that you know, I guess if the music thing doesn't work, you have some sort of education. I was in eight bands in grade 10 and I was uh, a bass player, a double bass player. And the path I went down was becoming a musician. So I was in the honor jazz band, honor wind ensemble, the provincial jazz band, provincial wind ensemble, uh, wow. honor band, metal band, rock band, like so many bands. And I did everything I could to be a master of my craft and I went to music school and I went in the jazz program and this is in 2005 and in 2005 the University of Manitoba came out with a brand new cutting-edge program called jazz and jazz hasn't been relevant for you know since 1950 right Right. it's been out for a while but I learned to be a jazz musician and became a professional musician making my living off of uh, gigs and teaching 
And next thing you know, I graduated from the University of Manitoba with a major in English, minor in music. And I had a $10 an hour call center job. And this was a job that required a degree. And I realized my <laughs> life was a complete failure. I wasn't an inventor. I wasn't a rock star. And I went searching for answers. So I read a little book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I had a poor dad. So I thought, man, what would it be like to have a rich dad? I'd love to have a rich dad. So I read the book and it said, get into business and start investing in real estate and getting passive income. And that's where things started to take off for me. Wow. You know, we have a lot of our guests who encountered that little purple book, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And uh, we ourselves are big fans of Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, we were just on the Investor Summit at Sea with Robert Kiyosaki. And the I was there two years ago, man. That's a good, that's a good seminar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, you know, that's some of the things we had in common. So really education was a part of your foundation for getting not only started, but really growing your business. Talk to us about what kind of books influenced and kind of grew you. And then talk to us about the day you realized that real estate was the thing that was a passion for you and how you grew that from there. Well, I read, if you read my book, Self Made, it really is the story of starting out with nothing. And uh, I probably read, I don't know, 50 or 100 books on my mom's couch living at my mom's house when I was 21, 22 years old. And I just got obsessed. You know, I went to the Donald Trump real estate seminar. I went to the Rich Dad seminar. I went to all of them. In 2014, I ended up winning Rich Dad Hall of Fame, which is a very prestigious award and super cool because I started out reading Rich Dad in maybe 2007, 2008. So, you know, some years wow. later, I ended up being Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, I, I, I started going to seminars. I started going to classes. Uh, I sold all my music gear. I sold everything. And uh, real estate became interesting to me because I had about 24 guitar clients or 22 guitar clients. And I take my checks to the bank. I cash all my checks on the first of the month or whatever time of the month I cash my checks. And that was exciting. And I thought, man, how do I get the checks without having to teach the guitar? Because teaching the guitar was cool, but I had to every Wednesday night and Tuesday night, I had to be in my mom's living room. Saturday night, I had to be in my mom's living room. I thought, man, if I could get out of here and travel, but still get the checks, that would be cool. So I read The 4-Hour Workweek, uh, mm, Secrets of the yeah. Millionaire Mind, uh, Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. That's a, that's a great book. Some people hate Donald Trump, but I think they just hate themselves. You shouldn't hate on success. Uh, I read Ayn Rand's uh, The Fountainhead. I read Atlas Shrugged. I read, um, oh my gosh, like tons and tons of books, almost everything in Robert Kiyosaki's series. And what ended up happening was, you know, after going to seminars and I started doing deals with some of my broke friends who were going to seminars. And then I ended up hiring a real estate coach and I did one deal my first year, one deal my second year. And then my third year, I did a dozen deals because I had a coach. And then I did 24 deals the next year, 30 deals. And then my team went up to like 50 deals. And you know, real estate, I think, is the base of your wealth. Like, I don't even know how you could call yourself wealthy without real estate. You know, if you have stock, whatever, stock is stock. But I think real estate really is where it's at. Real estate, gold, you know, some people have stocks. I don't, I don't like stocks. I buy my own stock. My, I invest in my own business like crazy. But <laughs> right. when it comes down to investing in public stocks, that's just not my game. I think real estate is the game. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Obviously, you've had a level of success that a lot of people really, they, they dream of, but it's real. It's something that can be achieved. So give us a story that talk about when you, you felt like you were at your very low, you're transparent, something real that you felt like you were giving up on. You mean every day? <laughs> every day when I wake up in the morning. No, I mean, guys, seriously, like, 
I think, I think entrepreneurship and, and business is almost like war. Like it is, uh, especially the bigger you get, there's more things going on. There's always someone trying to smash you. Um, I just had the city of Winnipeg over here, bend me over for 150 grand of cash. So like, oh, wow. I just, you know, 150 grand of cash of overages. Like I just had to swallow that pill, you know, that really sucks. And you know, some people 150 grand of cash would wipe them out. You know, for me, doesn't wipe me out, but it makes my life uncomfortable. So it's, it's one of those things where every single day there's something in, in entrepreneurship, but entrepreneurship, you think you're a genius and then you think you're stupid and then you think you're a genius and then you think you're stupid. And it's, uh, Elon Musk says that entrepreneurship is like staring into the blackness of the abyss and eating glass. Wow. Oh, wow. And, and he's somebody who's trying to go to Mars, right? He's trying to build a company to go to Mars and Nobody knows what it costs to go to Mars. Nobody knows what kind of rockets you need or what's going to work or what's not going to work. And that is what entrepreneurship is. You're trying to go to Mars. You have no idea how to get there. You have no idea what it costs. And people go, what buddy Elon's rich? Well, he's not going to Mars rich. I mean, like the government would probably spend a trillion dollars going to Mars and he maybe has to do it with a couple hundred grand. So there's always a disconnect in the resources you have and the resources that you need. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's an exercise in never having the resources. Oh, wow. That's wow. really good. We always quote Tony Robbins, you know, it's not about resources, it's about resourcefulness. And so you just hit should that I, right off. Should I give that a gong? Entrepreneurship is an exercise in never having the resources. I have a yeah, daughter on my desk. We just did my podcast, <laughs> respectthegrindpodcast.com. And I just, I give the gong when you say something <laughs> awesome. That's what's up. That like is what's that. up. So respectthegrind.com. There you go. That's his podcast. If you all didn't catch that, check it out. So you hit a lot about the realities of entrepreneurship already. You've given a ton of information. We haven't even been in this podcast for more than what seven minutes, it seems like. <laughs> and you've already dropped a level of knowledge on people that, I mean, people pay thousands and thousands of dollars on yeah. So what are your top three things that you can give back to our audience? What are some action steps that our audience can take away from this right away? Well, I think there's three things that everybody needs to know if they want to do well in real estate. One is they have to know to buy at 40 to 60 cents on the dollar. So buying okay. below market value properties. Number two, they need to learn to raise money. And raising capital, I think, is the, the biggest skill of an entrepreneur is negotiating and raising money. And uh, the third one is they have to learn to build a brand, a, a good personal brand, uh, a company brand. Those are the three things that I teach. Those are the three things that make people very, very successful in entrepreneurship and business. And I was just hanging out with one of my students. He did 20 houses last year, buy, fix, and sell 20 houses. Um, I have other students who do 30 houses. I have other people who get out of the rat race forever because they learn those three skills. Right. And, and those three skills, you know, whether you look at someone like, President Trump, he knows how to buy below market value properties, raise capital and build a brand. If you look at him or you look at, you know, Oprah Winfrey, she knows how to build a brand. If you look at Richard Branson, he knows how to build a brand. If you look at Warren Buffett, he knows to buy below market value and raise money. Like these three skills are what make people rich all day long. And if you don't know those skills, you're probably not going to be rich. Yeah. There you go. I want to talk about something that is uh, probably a little bit disconnected from real estate. And I don't know if you want to really go there, but um, I, I, you know, I'll follow you on Facebook and um, we're friends. So uh, on Facebook, that is. And um, I seen you did something that a lot of people don't do. You're big into looking in your, into yourself, self-evaluation. You did a, a fast, a cleansing fast, right? 
I did a 40 day water fast in the jungle. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that. And obviously it is what it is, but I, I don't even know where to begin to ask what that is like. And then just some of the experiences and aha moments and clarity. I, I, th- I remember you saying you wrote in your journal and you feel like a whole binder with notes, right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, I actually wrote a book. So last year when I fasted, I wrote a book called hard times create strong men. And that was, what does it mean to be a man in the modern world in money, sex, religion, politics. And this year, so it was an 18 day water fast last year. And then this previous year, the winter we just came out of, I did a 40 day water fast and I wrote a book called hard times Two, which is all the lessons I learned on the 40 day water fast. And you know, I, I did 40 days with no food and just water. And on day 43, it was either go insane and go to the mental institution or you found God. So I found oh, God wow. instead of going to the mental institution. But, you know, when you go on a 40 day water fast, I mean, it's you versus you. It's you versus your emotions. And you break 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 and you keep going to what you think is the lowest point. And uh, I, I say in seven layers of hell underneath what I thought was the lowest point. That's where I was either going to go insane or, uh, or find God. And, and what I think that is, is ego death. You know, I experienced ego death where I don't matter anymore. My, my identity, my self identity gets shattered. And, uh, you know, my assistant Tara in the office said, she, she said, you're the opposite of everything you used to represent. And that's after shattering my ego on the hard and black floor of rock bottom, you know, it does change you. It does change you doing that. And if you look at Jesus, Moses, Muhammad, Gandhi, a lot of people have done long fasts. A lot, a lot of times it's 40-day water fast, Aristotle, Socrates. And uh, you can really, really change your perspective on the world when you do that. Wow. 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 That's deep. And uh, leaves you speechless. It does. It's <laughs> one of those things. I read a book, and I'm sure you've read it too, David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. And he talks mm-hmm. about, yeah, he talks about like going there and like pushing yourself to the very limit. And then once you get to that limit, pushing yourself beyond that limit. And when you do that, you become a different person. He said he ran an ultra marathon, like 100 mile marathon, ultra marathons, just to see who he would become after he finished. He went through SEAL training twice just to see who he could become after he finished. And so um, when you really push yourself beyond your, your physical limitations, what your mental limitations, all of that, you become a different person. And so you just spoke to that really well. And so we appreciate that. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, anything that you want our audience to know, learn about so that they can learn more about you. Well, my, my new book, Hard Times Create Strong Men, is the one I'm promoting right now. And uh, it's, it's violent. It's got money, sex, religion, politics, killing, genocide, all the human history what a man is. And I think that, you know, whether you're a real estate investor listening to this or a business person or a man or a woman, I think that you'll find some interest in that book because it's all about the cycles of history and history goes like this. Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men and weak men create hard times. And right now in history in the United States and Canada, the Western world, we're in good times create weak men and we're turning into hard times create strong men. So hard times are coming. Uh, we might have a big war pretty soon. Um, you know, we're also at the end of democracy. I think the the democratic process is going might end pretty soon in, in America. 
So it's about a 250 year lifespan on that. And America was born in 1776. It might end in 2026. And then the cycles of war, the last big war we had was 1940, 80 years onto that is 2020. So we're going to see some hard times coming up. And uh, we live in a world where the men have become weak. And that's what the book is about. It's about the cycles of history. And it's about hard times create strong men. Wow. All right. And how do they get a hold of that book? Yeah, they can, so they can get it online. I think get it at my website, hardtimestrongmen.com. All right, hardtimestrongmen.com. You can find the new book. We appreciate your time. We don't do long podcasts. We're, you know, 30 minutes or less because we believe that you can get a lot more information getting it straight like a fire hose, like you just gave it to us. So we appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Respect the grind. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.